Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 21 of the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast. And today I am chatting with author Riley Sloan. Welcome, Riley, to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited about this. Super excited. Yeah, I know. I'm like loving. Well, you're welcome. No, thank you for being here. I am, you know, we're always constantly chatting online and on Facebook and social media and stuff like that. And I'm talking to you and I'm like, just keep talking. I love the accent. And just kind of (laughs) prove that we are suckers for accents. So. And I, and I don't think I have an accent and think yours is great. <laughs> oh, see? Oh, I'm going to be the best of friends at the end of this. <laughs> but why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been writing and how you got started? Because that's always fun questions for me to learn. I have been writing for about, and I just used to have these stories in my head. My daughter was a terrible sleeper. She, she didn't sleep until she was about seven and a half. So um, I used to lie in her bed at night and to keep saying, I would make up stories in my head. And um, I had an idea for a story and I, I had a, an approach to a friend and she, she said, no, don't be lazy, write it yourself. Because <laughs> I was like, please, can you write this for me? And she said, no, write it yourself. And that's, that's when it started. Okay. So your friend said, no, uh, <laughs> do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, don't be lazy. <laughs> She's like, I can't write. <laughs> She's like, well, try. <laughs> it's so, good to have those friends in, in our lives. So, you know, sometimes we need to shove off the comfort clip, not a push, a shove um, is much easier <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we sure. get from writing the story for, you know, bedtime to writing novels and, you know, everything you've been doing ever since? Well, obviously, like everybody else, you send it to your friends and your family, and they would encourage me to keep writing. And my sister sent me a whole link about Amazon self-publishing. And she was like, oh, you know, you can do this. You can actually publish. Um, So, yeah, I, I started that and then I enjoyed it. And then this year in January, I retired from my job to write full-time so congratulations just just a lot of encouragement from the people who are you know in my family and so it's great when they can um support you that way and you're able to take that risk knowing that it's a calculated risk so it's okay versus the you know just going to jump off the cliff kind of a thing (laughs) but congratulations that's a huge milestone and Thank you. you know, I, that means also we're going to get a lot more stories then, right? Um. Yes. <laughs> I'm such a slow writer, so I'm hoping this will help. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I know that we are, as readers and listeners, we're ferocious and we devour them immediately. I mean, it takes you months to write a story and then it gets published we get the notification that it's now live and we go and purchase it and we read it and within maybe 24 hours we're emailing you or texting you saying so when's the next one coming out (laughs) (laughs) it happens (laughs) oh my gosh I haven't started it yet. <laughs> I know. It's like, I didn't even know this was going to be, you know, successful yet. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I didn't 
listen to the good advice because lots of people said to me, make sure you have three or four books written Mm -hmm. before you publish. And then I wrote, I wrote book and I was like, nah, can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now I regret my life choices. So I'm hoping to catch up one of these days. Yeah. Well, you know, that's actually a good advice and I think that it's not really spoken about out loud very often un- unless you have some friends that are more on a, a a business side of things like you don't want to launch a business unless you have already some of the products on on hand in you know in stock kind mm-hmm. of a thing but that's true I think that when anybody wants to start something new you kind of want to have one or two things ready to go and that way you can you know yes. time it out but then you also are still getting the dms busting out with riley when's the next book <laughs> and and even if you would have had that plan i have a feeling to shut some of us up you might have just kit- published all at once <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> maybe there you go uh, why not? publishing them all on the same day <laughs> why not yeah exactly oopsie uh, no yeah, probably <laughs> i i'm not business savvy at all so possibly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, you want to keep fans happy, right? You want to keep your readers mm-hmm. and your listeners engaged. And if they're enjoying it, you kind of want to continue that feeling of euphoria. So I, I can understand where, you know, authors would be like, here, take this and do that. And this sound like, a, and here I am busting out with no marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I know you've contacted me quite a few times and like, I can help you. Or, no, Riley, please, can you go back and add this to your post? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, thank you yeah. for reminding me. Yeah. I'm like, um, you have a newsletter, no girl. Links. Can you go back and add it so people can sign up for it? Or yeah. <laughs> or um, you don't want to add some links to that graphic? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it was just so pretty, you know, and, and your covers are, are distracting too. I can totally understand why you would forget to put the links for your own book out sure. because the, the, the graphics are so pretty and, and, and abs. Well, this is but, the thing when it's just abs and, you know, things yeah. like that, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I'll use that excuse. <laughs> yes, yes, I know it's it's totally. I, I understand, but that's also why it's good to have those people in your life that goes <clears throat> links. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> when you see your messages and it's Viviana okay yep. <laughs> I'll go back edit <laughs> yep. hey I my goal is for you to get get the Thanks. books out and sell them this and yeah and I know my listeners <laughs> yeah yeah because it's the thing yeah. I realized that a lot of people would immediately click on that link and then get the book and buy it mm-hmm. and they're done and boom versus uh, oh my god that looks so good oh oh i have to go look it up and even though it's like one or two more steps for them it's yeah. they, they won't or they will and then they go oh look shiny uh, like i've done that before <laughs> and and then they forget like why was i on amazon again and you exactly. know people forget and then there's another book from another author and you're like oh was it that one? Oh, okay there are abs too um <laughs> So. Yeah, I have the hardest time um, promoting myself. I just, you know, I see a lot of authors go on and and I read their posts and I'm like, I must have this book because of how amazing their post was. And they, they tell me I need to have it, you know, and I'm like, I do. Yeah. You know? um, but with me, I'm like, hmm, you should read this book or you can read this great book by... <laughs> <laughs> People are like, oh. um, 
it's supposed to be promoting your book, but I'm not yeah. good at it. <laughs> no, it's it's the uh, the imposter syndrome. I'm I'm trust me, I'm the same way. I can I can write the copy uh, edits for you for your social media, your blur for the book, your marketing plan, and everything, and your business strategy for this one book. And and then you and then you would turn around and go, so Viv, what's going on with you? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I tweeted the other day. <laughs> I'm working on a TikTok. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I hear yeah, you. But I think that's the, the, the you, I, you know, it's the same thing as giving advice, but not yes. giving your own advice. Yes, yes. It's that's just, very much yeah. so. I was like, yeah, many times I'm like, damn, that was some good advice. And then I have my friend going, so you're going to take that advice for yourself? No. Nope. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, no, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a combination of all the things too with you. It's like you have these really good, great looking covers. So they're eye catching and that's great. Um, I have a, a sense of a theme in some of your stories that you you have a thing for rock stars and bands. Yes. yes. Um, so um, <laughs> tell us how the ideas come to you as far as for your stories. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, with, with Beck, so with my first rock star story, um I was watching The Voice and with with the UK voice you have Danny from the script and I find him absolutely delicious and then you have with the the US one um Adam Levine and I was like wow imagine falling in love with this guy who's supposed to be your mentor I thought hmm that would be a good idea so it kind of went from there and then um, an author friend of mine encouraged me to write the secondary character stories. So that kind of um, evolved into the whole rock star um, obsession that I currently <laughs> have. Um, yeah, and then with The Dark Side of Chemistry, which is my um, romantic suspense, I was inspired by um, Supernatural. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, what would happen if you were in love with two brothers at the same time? <laughs> and, and that's Gee darn. That <laughs> yeah. So so it's kind of things like that. And then it just again, people ask for secondary characters. So I give them their story. Mm. So do you find that when you're writing the story and that secondary character pops up, does he like turn to you and wink and you're like, oh, you're gonna be another book, aren't you? that happens (laughs) yeah that happens so sometimes while I'm writing the first book I get a chapter so they start talking and they start narrating their chapter and then I'm like oh I'm just gonna write this quick and then 20 chapters later oh shucks I'm on the wrong book and then I have to go (laughs) back to the first book and then finish that book and then get on with the next one so that usually happens for me is if I'm writing so I've never actually written a book and released it um, I think cliche was the only one I did I, I wrote that book in one go the rest of my books have all been bits and pieces mm. that I've written while writing other stories and then when it gets to it I continue their story (laughs) yeah as a character sit in the corner smirking telling you "Mm -hmm. you got that right (laughs) yeah it's and it's and it's really a very counterproductive way of writing which is why it takes me so long to put out a book because I've written you know sort of 
a quarter of 17 books. Um, and then I have to go back. But I do find that when I do that and let it sit, when I come back, uh, I have a stronger story for the character. So it seems to work. I have a lot of authors that I've spoken with or have said and shared that the characters talk to the author and get in the heads. And there's some that are very nice about it and say, you know, I'm sure fans would love a story about me. So can you just put me in the back burner one of these days, you'll get to me. And then there's some characters that are complete assholes and will bust out with, so um, you're going to stop writing about him. And cause you know, I'm hotter and I make for a better story. And so this is my characters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I, I, I know where it, it's like, almost like I, I can see it in your room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, can you see my vision board? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. I just, it's, you kind of have to go where the, the, the inspiration takes you. Um, I almost yeah. said where the voices say, and I'm like, that's not going to sound right. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, most authors are sort of three quarters mental anyway. But there's a fine uh, line. Yeah, there's, I think there's, <laughs> isn't the same. There's a fine line between insanity and creativity, or something like that, or oh. brilliance and insanity and stuff like that. You, it's okay to go back and forth, and you know, I like to play with the line sometimes, where I'm like, I go up to it and go na 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 na, and then I back off. <laughs> <laughs> I as an author, someone that's listening to this episode is going to write that heroine that goes up to the line and goes, nah, 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 nah. Anyways. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, uh, just hang on, say that again. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> oh, goodness. But it's, it's an interesting, too, because when you guys share some of that writing process on your social media and you're like, oh, I'm working on this. And, and then the next post you're like, oh no, that wasn't, yeah, I'm working on that. And, you know, we appreciate it yeah. when you guys share some of that process with us, you know, keep us involved. Well, I wondered about that because I'm kind of like, do my readers just think I'm bonkers because I'll, I'll be like, oh, I'm writing this book and, and putting teasers out. And then the next thing I just go real quiet <laughs> and then come back with like, okay, I'm writing this book. And they're probably like, huh? I didn't see the other one. <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to stick to a plan and not announcing too much so that I at least, um, once I've finished a book, then I can start giving out release dates because the minute I do that, then another story comes in and goes, um you know you need to you need to you need to write me and then <laughs> excuse me then I find I'm like in the middle of this you know big big trouble <laughs> yeah it, or it, was, it was the worst part is I mean do they ever interrupt you while you're writing one of those more steamy scenes just to get them to switch <laughs> uh, actually that hasn't happened I seem to be most focused when I write that um, so I don't know what that says about me, but I, I can be beside the netball court at school and I can be writing steamy stuff and I'm just, I'm in it. It doesn't matter what happens around me. I can just write it. Well, that's um, good. I, a lot of authors yeah. tend to insert sex scene here and then continue with the story. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. oh, I, love, I love to write the, the sexy times, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, funny enough, um, this book that I'm writing now, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about writing the sex scenes because in the two previous books, so in, in Backbeat and, uh, sorry, Risky Rockstar and, and Dropbeat, 
this character is one of those characters that's really, um, yeah, he's, he's a player and he's inappropriate and all of this stuff. And, and now it's his book and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to kind of find, find the, the, the happy medium with this guy because <laughs> it's not going to work the way he is. <laughs> you know? uh, he keeps poking his head and going, it is absolutely going to work the way I am. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting too how the story sort of writes itself in a, in a way and then you'd start yeah. tweaking things and kinds of characters but you also want to make them likable there's a lot of you know little pieces here that you guys have to move around because most of the time if the you know especially that type of character that has been a player or we've seen aspects of them where we're going you're just an asshole dude the question yeah. becomes like how it becomes a challenge it's like riley how and what are you going to do to make me like him and not want to strangle him. And you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how are you going to do that? And it, this is also where you go, hold my beer. And, and the story commences. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly. <laughs> True story. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's fascinating how some of these stories get written. And, and I had the pleasure of sometimes talking to you guys and getting some of that inside ahead. And then the book is written and, I, and I'm going, oh, damn, girl, you did good. <laughs> Because I did not see that coming. Dang. You know, so it's, yeah. it's a fun thing. Well, that's the dream for us. Is that when somebody <laughs> reads the book, go, okay, you know, mm -hmm. this is good. You know, you, 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 you fixed it. <laughs> because a lot of times people have said to me, I, I hate this character. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and I hate the character too in the beginning. You know, I'm kind of like, wow, you're a real douchebag. Um, and then sort of as it goes on then they start coming around and you're like oh okay I did my job <laughs> <laughs> well I think that you are the vessel of sorts for these characters and because we're seeing them especially when they're the secondary calendar character we're seeing them from one perspective and what they're projecting and what people perceive to have them be and that happens in real life too you'll you'll see the, the guy that is cocky and swears he's the mag daddy and the the biggest you know flirt and the guy that wants everybody to to be the center of attention but they're also the ones that will help you hide the body <laughs> and um or will be there for you when you're down but don't not everybody gets to see that side of them and yes. how you guys project that first of all the fact that you can make us hate them at the beginning and then we're like stop it he's just so sweet by the end of the book <laughs> it's like magic <laughs> Yeah, I think mainly it just happens organically. I think the characters just do their thing. And a lot of people, you know, I have a friend who uh, read one of Colleen Hoover's books and she was just like, whoa, you know, she was so scared. And she's like, oh, what goes on in all those minds? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not us. <laughs> so if my character has an opinion, it's probably not mine. Maybe it is. We don't know. <laughs> you can't put me in that basket. Oh, so, man. Yeah, people always read your books and kind of assume that, you know, you, you do these kind of things or, you know, wow. You know, one of my books is a hammock scene and people are like, wow, you, your husband is so lucky. And I'm like, I don't have a hammock. 
<laughs> so, so I don't think you'd agree. We don't yeah. have a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter wants one for Christmas and I'm like, oh, damn. You'll never <laughs> look at a hammock one again the same way, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had an author friend that um, it, her book, uh, yeah, it was a multicast and it's a TJ London's Man of War. And I got to that one scene where there's also a hammock and I'm like, and of course, that's just how life works. The number of ads I saw for hammocks after that, (laughs) I was like, I am never looking at a hammock the same way ever again. Thank you, TJ. Um, And she's like, you're welcome. (laughs) I was writing mine. My neighbor actually put a hammock up and he had tied it to two pillars of his house and the pillars had collapsed. And yeah. And I was like, what were you guys doing on the hammock for this to happen? (laughs) And she was like, I wasn't even there. Oh, (laughs) my brain automatically went to the dark side. And um, it was just an innocent afternoon nap on a hammock. Sure. So anyway, he's fine now. So there's, there's that. (laughs) <laughs> the opportunities that just pop up right <laughs> so you're writing these books and you have these stories what made you go hmm, this should be an audio I want these books in audio oh I just love I love audio I find it really hard to eyeball read at the moment because I just don't have time um so and I it was a it was a Jenna Aston book that was um, my first audio, if, if I'm not talking nonsense. My memory is not as good as, as good as it was last week. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I listened to this audio and this, it, it was Erin Mellon. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I um, this is a dream um, to hear. And because it's not just read, it's performed, you know. Uh, so that was just a thing for me. I was like, if I can't get these books into movies, <laughs> and I, I mean, they're never going to go into movies. Mm. And actually, once I had them on audio, I was like, do I even want them in movies now? <laughs> because it's it's just so much better. And the way they read. Um, oh, yeah. So that was that was just, it was a no-brainer for me. It was a bucket list. Thing. so yeah and plus there's a huge market of people who don't able read and I want them to hear my stories you know that's just the main thing I just want people to hear my stories so whichever way I can get them to do that that's what I'm going to try well that's that's very uh, really lovely of you because I think sometimes people tend to forget that there is an entire huge group of individuals that do not read traditionally via eyeballs for a a long list of reasons from being busy having so many things going on in life not being able to concentrate those that have some adhds or they're dyslexic i mean there's just the list can go on and on and on tons of medical reasons yep yeah and so to be able to provide because i think that was something that was missing i I would talk to friends sometimes and because they would always be like so what are you reading now And, and they would always say, you know, like, oh, I wish I had the time or I can't because I, I flip words around and I'm like, you, do, do you guys don't know about audiobooks? 
<laughs> and then that opened doors and they were like they literally thought that the audio stuff was like those things that we listen to in fortune 500 companies for corporations were like and today's hr lesson is <laughs> and we're going no it's not like that uh-uh no no <laughs> that is the thing <laughs> yeah. no because sometimes you you kind of and it also depends on the narrator you know so i understand sometimes people have stumbled across a book and it just hasn't been their their voice and it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the narrator is a bad narrator or anything but just that voice just doesn't work for you so um i mean my daughter can't can't deal with high-pitched voices she um, has auditory issues and so her speech therapist actually had a high-pitched voice it took us a long time to realize that that was a bad idea so um so people can stumble across an audiobook and go oh that's not for me and I'm like well sit down let me tell you which ones to listen to (laughs) and when people tell me they don't listen to audio they don't like it I'm like what it's like (laughs) why I I I ask because I'm curious that way but also like you were saying sometimes they will they will continue with the conversation of I tried listening to it and the narrator fill in the blank was not you know something that they could do it or they couldn't focus and that's when I tell them to go well you can listen and read at the same time or switch on and off and what was it about that narrator's voice that you did not like or was it the style of narration if it was single or duet or dual or were they just yeah. reading it to you or performing it and they're like they look at me like uh that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like i haven't even started <laughs> i know it's like oh once you give me the answers to these questions we're gonna find you that book and because there's just so many different things out there i mean like i love Emma Wilder's voice. She has this sultry, husky, man, when she nails that sarcastic point in there and I'm like, that's my girl, (laughs) you know? And, and and then also her range of the the guy voice. I'm like, it's Emma talking. Stop crushing on her. It's Emma talking. And Aaron does the same thing. thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Because I am um, for my Risky Rockstar book, I didn't know who my narrators were going to be. So um, I only got to, I think I only heard about it a month before. Oh. And um, yeah, <laughs> and it was kind of like, oh my gosh. And when I found out um, I had Emma Wilder and Erin Shedlock, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, I, I I hit the many load. So I was so excited about that. And then I only got to hear it on release day. Um gotcha. they both, yes, they were both amazing. Yeah. Both of them sent me a booth video. Um, so I could see them in action and, and hear them. And that was just incredible for me. I just I, I can't even put into words how much that means to an author to actually see the narrator in the booth. Um, and performing your words uh, and they always make my books better they mm-hmm. just you know they, they read them I'm like wow this is good <laughs> I wrote that <laughs> and my husband actually listened to um, a little bit he's not a reader and he listened to a little bit of it and he was like wow you really can write <laughs> like, oh did he get smashed doing <laughs> I was like, what do you think I've been doing? He's like, no, but I mean, who really? <laughs> I was like, 
I think you should stop talking, sir. <laughs> I'm writing a scene right now where the guy says, oh, you can really write. <laughs> he gets killed in and the next chapter. Dies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Trend brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your husband's your husband be like, you're not allowed to talk to her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Delete, delete. <laughs> No, but I mean, they, I mean, I don't ever want to say that they make a book better because the book and the words are already there and they Mm -hmm. are working with something that is there. Otherwise they're going to be making things up. Right. Which some can do because they're also authors themselves. But I think that what they, uh, the narrators do is provide a specific way of listening and reading to it because some of us are what we call, you know, in the mood readers if I'm in a pissy mood and I'm like, oh, men suck, I may not be at a good point to listen to a rom-com. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so reading it might not be a good idea, but then I'm hearing it and that's like, that's how it was supposed to be. Right? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I must have misread that. Sorry. Um, this is review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. I think that's it. And for me personally, I, can't um, gauge whether my book is good or not until I've heard it (laughs) so I'm just like put it out to beta and if they like it then I'm like okay cool we're just gonna we're gonna do the thing um and then I I listen to it and I'm like wow and and then laugh you know my daughter's always like why are you laughing at your own book because I have to go back and listen for you know (laughs) the future books because mommy's funny that's why funny (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) but um just like you realize that you wrote that okay do you it just amuses me to no end and sometimes I forget the things I write and then I I listen and I'm like wow that was that was funny so (laughs) yeah yeah. well it's a lot it's a lot of stuff that you go through when you're writing and then the editing, and then you're trying to remember, did that stay in or did I take that out? Did I change the verbiage around or the sentence yes. structure? And so when you're seeing it, sometimes you don't even realize that that was what you were originally looking for, because that's also why I don't edit. And I'm not a, like, I'm not a beta reader from that perspective. I do more of alpha reading because my eyes and my brain correct the errors and I won't see them. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I, I know my limitations, <laughs> um, but you forget, I mean, uh, there's been times where I've written stuff um, for, for one thing or another, even sometimes grocery lists and you're going, wait, did I add that one or not? Um, so to be able to <laughs> re- so you know, listen, I mean, if, if anyone wants to like read my, you know, my grocery list. Emma, Um, (laughs) it would make it it makes it significantly better and uh, more entertaining and wow does the time would pass by significantly better if it was like Viviana go down aisle seven and get the sugar (laughs) via Emma Wilder the salty sugar yeah Or when she gets feisty yeah. in a book, she's like, you really passed by the oh. sugar three times, Viviana. How many? Really? <laughs> exactly. I just or wanted to hear the In my case, word. it would be put the potato chips down. <laughs> put them down. Yeah, I may have to check with Emma later today. Like, were your ears burning? <laughs> yeah. All good, I swear. But that's the thing. I, I That is, it is. It's all good. I've um, been tempted to write things into my story like just at the end um, and, and have narrators read them to me. So um, like, you know, Jason Clark 
you know, telling me I'm beautiful and I need to wake up and, you know, just <laughs> you know, small things like that. <laughs> and it's like, I, I feel like he'd be on to me. Mm-mm. I did that. <laughs> no, I mean, you've been in this world long enough and you know enough authors that there's moments too where they're like, especially when they're part of the casting and they know that they've gotten it, the contract has been signed that they have. And I'm just inserting Jason Clark here because you mentioned him. <laughs> they're like what can I get him to say that's just gonna be like "Mm." (laughs) yeah you have to say this because I paid you (laughs) (laughs) at least there's that I always I always um I I love it when they humor us and both the ladies and the males when they humor us when sometimes the fans will bust out with you know, oh, I say this, say this, say this, but I'm also going, they're, they're not puppets, bro. They're people. And <laughs> it, it's, I, I appreciate it. I do. I get it. I'm a fan too, but there's a line. And yeah. I think sometimes fans, some fans cross it in hopes, but I, I know that most of the time they, they are excited mm-hmm. and forward and, they, and they're, they're, they're like, oh my God, he said my name. And I'm like, yeah, but mm-hmm, let's just tone it down a little bit. We don't want to scare them. <laughs> You don't want to scare them. We're we're all on the other side getting a bit stalkerish, like (laughs) typing out our message, you know, when Jason Clark's live, like, and then, oh, delete, 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 that's not what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, still not what we do. So, yeah. 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 It's hard for, I think, though, sometimes when you're the author and you're the client and you're the, the employer, sometimes I'm like, pretend to wear the HR hat, even though this is a freelancing business, because that's the last thing I want to do is ever, ever insult the uh, the narrators and their integrity and, and treat them like sure. a piece of meat. I mean, it's, I, I, I get the satisfaction when you write your stories, girl, and they're saying what you wrote. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, or sometimes you, you forget that you made them say things and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I have written Jason Clark and Aaron um apology emails like I am so sorry I made you say these things and they're like nah. narrators on squeamish no <laughs> you know? I'm like oh <gasps> yeah it's, it's us the authors that are squeamish we're sitting here dying and mm-hmm. they're just reading it you know it's just the job and they're they compartmentalize it too yeah yeah and then yeah. and then you hear a sample of them again just mentioning jason clark because you know we're he's on the subject right now <laughs> and he does a live and you're going shit what i sent you was tame compared to that sample <laughs> yeah. yes exactly <laughs> and then you're like okay okay Prepare now i have to like hold my course. beer <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly oh goodness yeah. jason you know i love you bye <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is, well, there are a few narrators that I make, I write certain things in my books to make them say it, but I'm not apologizing. I am apologizing. (laughs) Well, I mean, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But at this point, now that you know that you're going to have your, the the book's going to be doing an audio and you're writing the story, um, obviously there's going to be a few things where you're going, hee hee, I'm going to make them say that. But you're, I mean, do you write now um, the stories knowing that the audio with the audio in mind that, and then also like, if you know, this person's going to get cast, you know, specifically a little bit more towards them. Yeah. So um, with drop beats, because at the end of that beat, I'd written the epilogue from 
Maddie, the the um, main character in Drop Beads. I keep having to refer to my, <laughs> my bookshelf to see, <laughs> dropping over my words and stuttering and all sorts. But Maddie is is the main character in Drop Beads, and Erin obviously read the epilogue. And so when I was writing Drop Beads, I was writing it with Erin's voice in my head. Mm. Um, so, and, and then Jason um, too. So a lot of times, um, so for collateral damage, I knew that it was going to be Jason Clark. So I kept writing Tank's name. I kept saying Jason. And then I would have to go back and edit all the Jasons out of my manuscript because um, I was like that. <laughs> <laughs> with this next one um um i yeah i have the characters i know who they are the, the narrators i know who they are um and um audibly addicted um secured me my favorites so <laughs> shout out to them <laughs> and um yeah, i'm so excited i just i can't wait so i i do hear their um their voices mm-hmm. in my head when I write the book and then sometimes I think okay you're gonna say this sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry so for that book that yeah. you already have that you say you were writing it and that's going to be that you already have this the the narrative secured do you know when the announcement's gonna happen so the rest of us can be all excited as you are <laughs> so I um it is it's gonna be spring okay um 2023 it is far away but this year I've got the Chicago trip coming up and I've got my sister coming from the UK. So it's going to be a lot of time that I can't write. And then plus, because the narrators are so popular, <laughs> we, we have to book them six months out. So um, yeah, so I didn't want to book and then be, be chasing a deadline. Um, so I just kind of you know, chose like a really far kind of date and just went, okay, I'm definitely going to be done. And yeah, so it goes to narration um, on the 24th of February. Okay. So we, this is where the listeners and the readers will add it to their calendar of those little notes that, you know. <laughs> The book that she's writing that she's really excited about the narrators. We're so a <laughs> circle around here that we're going to possibly oh start getting gosh. some announcements and some teasers. So we love that stuff. Um, the best, best. I mean, I was just like, you know, these are my dream teams. Can you? And I was just like, Mo, please, can you try? And um, she came back and she was like, Sure, we got that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how a lot of authors, especially when they're first starting don't know that they can be part of that casting process and I usually I've, I've tried to share that knowledge and I don't want to say educate but I mean share that skill you know that information with the authors because it's it's I'm like what's your wish list and why aside from them being popular and potentially help with the marketing of stuff but why what is it about that individual that you want to voice your characters and I always ask the, the authors who is your dream cast and a lot of authors don't realize that they can work with the production company to try to get that narrator cast for that yeah. book. And worst case scenario, like there was one time someone was like, I want Sebastian York. And I'm like, 
girl, so do the rest of us. And um, (laughs) (laughs) but there's a lit, there's, there's a waiting list and I go, but what is it about his voice that you, you know, that you like that you're like, it's him. And, and that's what we, we got that information from that, from that author. And then we were able to cast someone that's in a similar range that, and then she heard him and she's like, okay, put me on Sebastian's wait list, but add me to this one's. And I'm like, sold. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good that we're having these conversations. Absolutely. And um, it's just, you you can't kind of just cast your book on your favorite narrator as much as we all want to, because sometimes the voice doesn't fit. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're mentioning it because I think a lot of times authors will stop to will stop the oh he's great because I've heard him I love his voice or he has a good following and that will help from a business side yeah. of things and everything I go but is he the right choice for your character there's some narrators I mean if that character has a British accent there's some narrators out there that I love dearly and some that I'm like no boy that's not gonna work for you and it's okay and it's like is it going to be a multicast, like a duet or, you know, so you need to find someone that can do both the British accent and then a normal accent or unaccented, you know, voice. And there's a lot that goes into it. And so I'm glad that you, you see that and that, you know, you're sharing that information because it's, it's true. Not every narrator, as much as we love and adore them are the perfect Mm. fits. (laughs) Sure. And I mean, so for me, I've written a few books with Jason Clark being my amazing hero you know the war hero and this and that I would have a hard time writing a book with him in mind being like this terrible person you know the villain yeah yeah so although I mean I mean who doesn't like a bad boy but um bad boy is different than a villain though a bad boy is different than a villain exactly so kind of I wouldn't ruin the experience for myself and it was the same with cliche so even though Erin Mellon probably would have like knocked the South African accent out of the park I I didn't use the South African accent um, and a lot of people get frustrated with me for that and shame they actually blame the narrators which they shouldn't because it's not the narrator's um, choice it's the author's choice at the end of the day and I was selfish because I wanted my very first book to be my Erin Mellon experience. (laughs) And I hear the South African accent every day. And we have so many different accents here. So, you know. It's it's on the top of the list of hard ones that a lot of the narrators are like, when I ask them that question, what's the most difficult? And that's one of the ones that's listed a lot. Yeah, and it can be a kind of hard language too depending on which sort of dialect you use so um I was like nah do it with your American accent (laughs) this is for me (laughs) and now I'm kind of like I'm sorry readers but really was for me (laughs) because I only thought I was going to do one I was not going to do one and see how it went and then I was like no no Mm -hmm. (laughs) they all have to go now how do you feel about Cause it's a, it's, it's a bit of a, I don't want to say unpopular opinion, but at the same time it's, is being talked about more often now. So usually back in the day, it used to be that when there was a series, you would have the same narrator or narrators for the entire series, regardless if 
each book had a different couple. Mm-hmm. Now, because there's more series being written that focus on different couples, they're starting to think about, hmm, perhaps we should change up the narrators for each couple. Do you feel like for your books anyways, is that something that you might, that you're looking at considering as there's more books yeah, coming out and things like that? Definitely something um, I did because you can't kind of, so for um, Backbeat, it was uh, Zachary Weber and Erin Allen. And then for Dropbeat, I wanted, because, you know, it's a different person. I wanted a different kind of voice. So I chose sort of to have that. And then when I knew I was going to use in a series, I was going to use the same voice. I would always give the narrator like a heads up, like you're going to be doing this character. <laughs> so like, you know, if you're going to make them squeaky or whatever, but I, I do prefer that type with, with this third book, it's a completely, completely different narrators. And with the, the fourth, it's also completely different narrators because you can't have a youngish person with a sophisticated voice kind of thing. You know, I suppose you can. I suppose there's young people out there with sophisticated voices. But, you know, like in my head, my character is like a certain way and it wouldn't work to have somebody else read that. So I do have different narrators for different people in the series. Okay. Yeah, I think that that works as long as it's the different couples. I don't like when they switch up my narrators when it's the same couple no. that has an overreaching arc over several books. And I'm like, oh. no. <laughs> you don't do that because no. you, you hear the, I mean, I can still hear the voices of, lots of characters in my head you know so no you can't do that yeah it's like who said why <laughs> i'm getting upset yeah, yeah. well it, it's 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 part of that whole uh, you know conversation occurs on you know different social media platforms and we're like it's part of the experience you know there's this or that i go but that's also where again if it's the same couple over a long arc of books keep them the same but totally have fun with it so long as it fits the right character and switch it up between couples and books and I know sometimes people are like no we love Jason Clark for everything and (laughs) you know and and the same thing with Aaron we love Aaron for Aaron go yes so do I but um a girl got you know options and um again love you guys <laughs> and also i also Shandy feel like people <laughs> share the love with other authors for goodness sakes you know <laughs> yeah the narrators. yeah and i mean it's the same as you, you wouldn't watch a series <gasps> on tv on netflix and then halfway through the series your main characters are different people oh my it, god they did that for games of thrones watched. I was like, who is that guy? And they're like, uh, that's the other one. I'm like, no, that was not what he looked like in the previous season. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. How do you? Yeah. I actually remember that. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that. It's just, no. it doesn't work. I mean, unless no. that person has unfortunately met their demise, but mm-hmm. keep them going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, this is not general hospital um, <laughs> or the American soaps. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but here in the States, we have the soap operas, you know, general hospital, uh, one life to live and all that stuff. And it, it was always like, you would see it, especially for me. It was like when I was in the summer, cause I was out of school and then 
come next summer, I'm playing catch up with what's been going on. And I'm like, that's not the same John as the last season's <laughs> John that I was, I'm like, oh, it's been recast twice. Yes. Yes. I was like, okay, that's okay. That's a better believable, you know, okay, fine. I guess I, I could deal with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, but the, they like the plots, you know, yeah. sort of have mm-hmm. to run to that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. It even bugs me if um, I'm watching a series and someone cuts their hair and no one mentions it. Oh, yeah. It's like, hello. What? She did her hair. looks fabulous. Not one of you people have said anything. I know. <laughs> I would say exactly. It's, it's one of those things that like in real life that would not fly. <laughs> she would be exactly. upset at everybody and not talk to any of you in real life. So don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Um, so when you're writing all these stories and you're getting all this stuff done and you're, you know, um, creating these awesome characters that we're going to madly fall in love with. But when you're not doing that, what do you mean? So when you're not working, what do you do for fun? When I'm not working, <laughs> <laughs> um, we like to go um, and do some exploring. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we went to some caves. Um, we have a lot of um, barbecues with friends or we go out with friends. If I'm just having a chill day at home, mm-hmm. I will listen to audio and play um, a dragon game on my phone mm. <laughs> and literally spend hours not moving. Um, yeah, so anything. I even knit at times. <laughs> I can't believe it myself. <laughs> I was just like, what's happened to me? <laughs> I turned 40 and now I'm doing things my mom tried to get me to do when I was in school. Um, but yeah, just. Yeah, relaxing mostly. I think, you know, as moms or whatever, you're running around most of the time. So whenever I have a spare moment, it's it's always to spend with friends or family or mm-hmm. if it's down complete downtime, just zoning out on a game or or something like that. I'm or not the tra- most or, exciting person. <laughs> no, or traveling across <laughs> yeah, or traveling across the pond, as you know, people like to say when they're going to England and back, but you're coming to you know to the States for a lure in, mm-hmm. in September. So I'm gonna get to see you and I'm gonna get to, you know, if we're doing the hugging thing, um, um ask now. I'm, I'm okay with hugging. <laughs> um I I have a friend that's not really keen on hugging, and I was like, girl, <laughs> you better prepare yourself, you've got months. I'm coming for you. So yeah, very excited. Um, can't even believe it's happening. Another bucket list thing. Um, so I'm I'm really excited. I haven't even been to Cape Town, um, which is another province. Yeah. I I just I mean I'm mansplaining, but yeah, I haven't even been to Cape Town and now I'm going to Chicago. I can't wait. Um yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, so is this this is not your first signing or is it? Yes, very, very, oh. very first. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you're traveling yeah. to a completely different mm. country to oh, and we're popping your cherry all at the same time. Hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, we don't really I mean, unless I just don't know about them, but we don't really have big signing um conventions here in South Africa for authors. Um so yeah first one (laughs) well if you like it when you come over terrified at all (laughs) no (laughs) well i will say you'll have those moments of oh my god it's a lot of people especially if you haven't done anything this is going to be my first event in two and a half years 
So I have mm-hmm. to people and, yes. and, and I haven't peopled in a long time with this number of individuals and you get nervous at first, but then you start like, Oh, Oh, okay. And we're, we have things in common and things in that. And like, we like the same book. And then it becomes like, we've, everybody's been friends for like 15 years and the, the nerves yes. drop and things like that. So it, it was going to be so much fun. And um, yeah, I'm excited for you. And I'm, I'm excited I'm to meeting, meet you. So yeah. So I, who I'm are you meeting? And so um, Ruby and Crystal are friends that we met through them finding cliche and we're meeting and we're actually getting matching tattoos. It's so <gasps> exciting. Yeah. In Chicago. Can't wait. And we've just been the best of friends for years. We text each other every single day. Um, and we've never met, so we, I'm going to meet them, and I'm going to meet Erin Shedlock mm-hmm. and um, Jane D. Young, and oh, Dakota Willing, like millions of you. Yeah, <laughs> like A.M. Johnson. I've got lists of everybody I want to meet. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to be a lot. <laughs> I think I'm just, <laughs> just going to be a lot, um, and I can't wait. And my hubby's coming with, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's going to be the picture guy. He's going to be taking the photos. Yeah. We need to get him a t-shirt that says, I'm, I'm the good looking husband that carries the books or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I'm, uh, yeah. Like, he's wanting to intrude on the lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'll like that. Yeah, see, I know how to keep them happy. I know how to keep them the, the, the workers happy from that perspective. I know that it's. I always find it completely endearing and adorable when the husbands or the spouses or partners come with the author or even the bloggers and the reviewers or the fans, and they're there just in awe of the fact that there's this many people in the same space, and then the. Yeah. The, the camaraderie that you, they see and then they also see their significant other so happy over a book and <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's almost like they open they have that aha moment of over a book and they, they the secret has been handed to them where all they have to do is just hold the book um or you know carry the bags because there will be bags guys if you're listening to this just prepare the shoulders <laughs> there will be bags um and just, you know, now they know that to make them happy, they can just buy them a book. And <laughs> it's just like, wow, but it's so cute. So yeah, I always suggest buying those, uh, the partners and stuff. Some of those really cute t-shirts that say something like, I, I'm just here to carry her books and things like that. Or I'm, yeah. I'm totally doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to actually do that for yeah. sure. Or just something in the back that says, hi, my name is Handsome. It's like, hey, Handsome. And they're like, oh, hi. <laughs> And just not show him. So just yep. like put the shirt on. Put the shirt on. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is brilliant. These yeah. ideas are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to see you and to see you in your in this environment and, and, and just also just gush over you know seeing you sign and, and getting to know the fans and stuff like that. So it's gonna be fun. Well, I've been stuttering and stumbling over this because I'm so excited. Can you imagine? I probably will just be like, the, the, the. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> see people. Like, Please sign this. You want me to sign that? <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> well, well, that's why they have you guys at the table. So you guys are, that's a little bit of a protective border, right? <laughs> um, because we, a lot of you guys are introverts. So we, you know, the people that organize these things and have been doing it for years know that that's a bit of that shield for you. And <laughs> yeah. And I also, I mean, you have your pre-orders up and running, right. For the, for those that yes, are attending. So that's, that's one less thing you have to worry about. And, yes. you know, so, and then just people just running up to you and saying, you know, my God, I love the book. It's, it gets you to that point where you're going, you may have that moment of like, you know who I am or really, but then you're like, Oh, <laughs> what you like about it? And then it just, the conversation starts. And then uh, also, of course, some of the stuff that you might have to sign because the readers and the <laughs> listeners get creative. I've Did seen they? any, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to, a, for that. <laughs> Oh my God. It was a, it was a polycon and it was, Oh my goodness. That I just, I literally did a double take. Oh my goodness. What was it? it was, it was a bunch of like maxi pads or something like that. And uh, Deborah okay. Anastasia. And I think it was like a running joke with her readers and it just oh. became a thing. And then I've also seen pillows that have been like in the shape of a penis um, because of the author. There was just something in the story. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I personally have two small pillows that look like old fashioned library cards that have like the, the place for the date and a signature that you would use to borrow the book out of to kind of keep oh, track. Oh, that's a cute idea. Yeah, that's I go lovely. cute. Yeah. So I, I have one for narrators and one for authors and oh, that's yeah. Cute. And so that's that I go cute. Anything from book covers to, uh, you know, Kindle devices, uh, covers to, uh, mats, you'll see it all. You'll see it all. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, how do I get to my favorite people in time <laughs> like I'm signing but there are going to be people in there that I want books from so well this like- is where you get handsome to help you out with that yes you'll <laughs> have some yeah you have handsome have handsome get the signature and say hi I'm I'm my name is handsome and I'm you know I'm Reno Riley's husband can you just sign this piece for her she's over there signing and she's just too shy or whatever and then you'll get that you know <laughs> And then someone else will help you with the line. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. I'm going to have to do that. And then if they walk past me, try not to scream out their name and I beg them to talk to me or whatever. Oh, no, there there was a couple of conventions where there was one that would attend that was known. We would, there was a couple of us that were like, is she here? Because it was that high pitch. (laughs) So I feel for your daughter. Um, It was this high pitch bloody murder scream of excitement and oh. every single time that she saw one of her authors that she wanted signed it was that pitch in the name of the author and it's like tell me me oh yeah the first time we like something's wrong what's happening oh my god are they okay and then it became a thing and we're going oh yeah she found another one okay <laughs> that, that, that'll probably be me because I yeah I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh and when I meet Erin Shedlock I'm gonna be like, oh I love your work and I love the way you read and I like <laughs> he's a sweetheart he's just gonna be blinking at me going like what <laughs> no he's yeah, super he sweet is. yeah he's super sweet he, I've, um, I've had the uh, pleasure of meeting with him in a couple amazing. of signings already he's super sweet so oh he actually when he started reading Risky Rockstar he messaged me and said, um, I don't know what it is, but I am so connected with your character. And Aww. this is just amazing. And I haven't felt like this in a while. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> 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 like, 
Are you crazy? <laughs> well, don't, ask, about? <laughs> don't ask them that. They might answer you and you're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It'll just be like, I'll have to, you know, sort of bite my tongue and not be, you know. You'd be surprised. You're, yeah. Place. No, you'll be to the point where they make you feel welcome and, and, and just happy and just to be there. Oh, and, wonderful yeah. people. Yeah. I just, I just can't wait. I haven't stopped talking about it. I had everything planned. I have all my dates down. I have all the snacks I'm bringing, Good. everything done. And I just can't wait. So I'm bringing yeah. loads and loads of South African treats. Nice. Okay. So, but you also did make some time to step out of the hotel, right? And do some sightseeing. Oh, yes. Because Chicago's gorgeous. um, Can't wait. So with Ruby and Crystal, they, they hubbies are coming along um, and they're doing sort of family vacations. So we're going to be going to the aquarium. Yay. Good. And um, the bean. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we have to do that. And then, um, yeah, doing our tattoos and going to the Navy Pier. And yeah, oh, yeah. It's, all, it's all planned. I don't know yeah. how we're going to fit everything in, but we kind of just going to be like, oh, hi, we saw this. <laughs> so it, it, if I'm it, falling asleep at my table and I'm signing, um, it's because <laughs> I'm going to probably be extremely jet lagged and like, spend all the days in the sun. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny too, because uh, a lot of people that don't know about Chicago, they think, it's this huge city, but where everything is, all that, like the, the aquarium and the museums and the pier, it's really relatively close to also where the hotel is. So that's a good thing. And so know. you won't be spending, a, you won't be spending that whole time traveling to and from. So you'll have more time. So that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah we, I think we've got it pretty well planned because we're like, good. okay, what if we do this? And then we go for a tattoo and then we go to the meet and greet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you doing prohibition and, uh, and the fire and ice? Gala? I'm not doing fire and ice, but I'm mm-hmm. doing the prohibition. Okay. So um yeah, I'm excited about I'm excited yeah. about the prohibition night. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, because we're coming from South Africa, it's tough to plan your wardrobe and I have to bring stuff. Oh yeah, I know. Um so I was just like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to, you know, bring a really fancy dress or <laughs> the that. So oh yeah, trust me, I yeah. That was my thing. I'm like, okay, as I'm shopping and looking at things, I'm like, how puffy is it and how much space it's going to take up in my thing? And I'm not even going across. Yeah. Yeah. And we're only allowed something like, well, I don't even know how much it is in pounds, but like 20 kilograms. It's just nothing. And yeah. And I'm, I'm planning on bringing gifts. So (laughs) everybody might see me in the same thing the entire week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See about if you, I mean, I know that's a significantly more expensive because you are in a different country, but might be worth it a little bit to see about shipping some stuff over, you know, versus you taking them along because that way you don't have to worry about carrying and all that fees. Well, I'm, I'm very blessed because Crystal is bringing all my books. Nice. And I've ordered all the swag and sent it to her. Good. <laughs> so yeah. She's she's doing You're all that, set. So, huh? I'm all set. So it's yeah. just um I'm bringing little bottles of um, amarula, which is an African cream liqueur drink for my Ooh. table, and then I've got yeah, it's so delicious. And then and I'm bringing sweeties. So that's what I'm bringing from South Africa, <laughs> and all the book stuff is is coming from the u.s <laughs> yes yes so when we see in the news author attending con- convention in chicago gets stopped at the airport for all the liquor she's bringing um <laughs> yeah no yeah i think we're allowed three liters so yeah. <laughs> if i add it up 
I'll just, I'll, I'll put, I'll make handsome. Yeah. Have handsome help you out with that. I'll put it in his bag so if he gets stopped, I can keep coming. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, it's going to be fun. I'm excited that you're going. I was, when I saw the name, I was like, yay, good. She's coming. I finally get to meet her in person. It'll be fun for your fans too. So one of the other things that I think it's fun is, you know, kind of getting to know you guys as my guests a lot better too, is to have a fun round of two truths and a lie where you tell us three things about you and we have to figure out which is the lie. And so if you're ready to tell us your three things. Sure. Okay, so um, I have a tongue piercing, I'm adopted, and I'm a green belt in karate. Mm. Green belt, okay, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> all right, all very possible, all very plausible. Yep, good, okay. I want to see the lie is a tongue piercing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I'm too, I did actually want to go and pierce my tongue um, in my 20s and luckily the lady was out to lunch she, like not out to lunch the, the figure of speech she actually was having her lunch so um, yeah you didn't get it done so I'm, I'm glad I didn't do it now I don't think I'm a tongue piercing kind of girl <laughs> I think I was just having a moment you know I was having a midlife crisis the 20. Yeah, no, it, it, it was very popular for a while, um, but I could tell that you didn't have it pierced because of there, there's some words that even with an accent, they can tell when there's a tongue piercing, you know, um, yes. and <laughs> yeah, that's because, yeah, a <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a list and stuff like that. I've had people sometimes because I have a bit of a list on certain words. I'm like, no, I don't have it. My twin sister has her tongue pierced, not me. And uh, oh, you've got a twin. I do. Fun. Yeah, no, there, there's moments <laughs> of fun and there's stories too that I could tell you. I'm like, oh, that is not so fun. But um, but then no, also, we're gonna, we're, yeah, we'll have to go over drinks. Wait. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, about that. <laughs> Remember we had that discussion about yeah. the twin. Well, wow. yeah. Yeah. Here's some fun things and tips for your next book. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, oh, I'll take my notepad. I'll get yep. some. <laughs> yeah. But no, so yeah. So I figured that one and I'm like, oh, I can see the green belt and, you know, stuff like that and, and everything else and the adoption that happens so often. And that's a good thing. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So we'll have to talk about yeah. all this fun stuff later. Um, yeah. So, and, and on the next episode, we'll talk about how she kicks ass in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, when I started, I started with my girls and we were in the kiddie class together because they wanted me to do it with them. And there were 10 year olds that were beating me up. <laughs> and um, Sorry. <laughs> it, but it's true. And there's a little girl, Hannah, and she used to kick my ass every week. And we're in different classes now because I've grown up. And every time I see her, I'm just like, Hannah. <laughs> and she's this innocent child. Mm-hmm. But uh, there will be a book with a Hannah. Okay, yeah. I relate. Um, my mom was very much in you guys have to learn self-defense, especially the girls. Um, and so mm-hmm. she involved uh, the three of us. So it's m- myself, my twin sister, and then our younger brother um, in martial arts. And, and then she decided to join. And man, when we would get grounded or she would say no to us and I was like, all right, pick your sparring partner. And I'm like, 
<laughs> you here. <laughs> and and the rule was you can't get mad if we kick your ass because you decided not to keep yeah. your hands up, mother. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. And and now because I'm with my my team mm-hmm. and she really can pack a punch. Oh. And we they always put us together. Mm. Like, you know, I'm sure she's getting those, you know, teen moms are really frustrating frustrations mm-hmm. out of me. Oh, yeah. So oh. like, I'm not your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm a little worse for wear. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going this Tuesday because it's school holidays. It was school holidays. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very great. When I come out of there, I'm just like crawling to my car. <laughs> well i mean at at least now don't have to worry about a name of a character that's the evil you know doer so you're set there exactly (laughs) you know sometimes naming the characters can be a bit like oh you know that's the worst part of the book that's the worst part is naming the character so now you have one down hannah and so you're all good there (laughs) hannah Mm, yeah i i feel you yep yeah my twin's like remember that Sorry time that you the hennas out there <laughs> no yeah even with the siblings i remember the times where my sister's like remember that time that you brought my shirt without asking my permission and poof, i'm like oh damn it francis shit bro I was a, uh. yeah we pick on my husband mm. he cannot walk past the doorway without getting attacked so <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of all like twitchy now but he'll <laughs> You'll eventually learn how to beat us back or whatever. Yeah, it's okay, handsome. You'll you'll have to you'll find your ways. You'll find your ways. Trust me. You'll yeah. you'll get you'll get you'll, you'll get them back. Don't worry. You'll get them back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the books will be signed, dear Riley. Your husband is you know awesome. You're so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or something like, um, oh, he'll, yeah, prank. Oh, yeah, we shouldn't give him those ideas. No, oh, yeah, probably, yeah, mm-hmm. come up with terrible things for them to write in the books here. Yeah. yeah, no, or just all yeah, about all TV raving TV. about him. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. And they're like, oh my yeah. God, you're so lucky. He's so hot. He's so- <laughs> Stop beating on your husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I can see why your heroes are so hot, Riley. My God. <laughs> He's going to come up to me and be like, what were those ideas again, Viv? Um. (laughs) When when I see you, I'll be like, can you go and fetch me something from the room? (laughs) So you never meet. (laughs) Whole time. It's okay. I'll know who he is with a t-shirt that says handsome. Um. (laughs) Goodness. before we go, why don't you tell us uh, what you're currently working on? I know that we talked about it a little bit, but, um, and also what's coming up next for you. Okay. So I'm doing Run Beat, which is the third book in the Heartbeat series. It's a book about Playboy Josh and um, Shannon. So Shannon was actually Keller, who's in Drop Beats X. And she needs a whole lot of redeeming. And um, (laughs) so I'm I'm working on that. It's a complex book, but I'm loving every minute of it. It's so interesting writing a character that people perceive as one thing. And I know there's more to him. So I can't wait for the readers to get to know both of these characters 
um, more and understand why they are the way they are. So I'm having tons of fun with that. And that will be released spring. Um, and then I've got an anthology out, but nothing's been released about that. So I can't say anything. Mm -hmm. And then the last book in the Heartbeat series. So that will be all kind of next year's releases. My goodness, that's good. We have lots of things to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, and, and with audio too. Well, the, the two of mine will definitely mm -hmm. be. That's awesome. No, definitely. Yeah, it would definitely be fun. And then and again, in, in, in between all that, you know, the Allure event and, you know, posting on social yeah. media and like, look what I'm doing. I'm getting a tattoo. And then, then we're like, <laughs> going to start speculating. I'm like, so um, this trip, I wonder if it'll be in a book four or five down. <laughs> sure. Probably will. Yeah. I'm in Chicago. <laughs> tattoo artist yeah. and South African girl. Yeah, right. My husband will, my husband will be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who was this person? <laughs> well, he wears a shirt that says handsome, honey. I mean, come on. Who do you think it was? <laughs> exactly. It's all you, babe. All you. <laughs> I said it again. I'll still do it again. I got you, boo. I got you. I got your back. <laughs> Thank you. Well, this has been so much fun. I am so yes. excited. Thank you again for taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate you and your time. It's been so much fun. Guys, if you're not following her on social media, I'm going to include all the, li the links in this episode over at Viviana Enchanters of Books so you guys can follow along and see all her photos when she goes to Chicago and, and get all the book goodies and all that and all her oral fun stuff that's coming out too. So thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. Really, so great. Thank you. Until next time, happy listenings. Thank you to all of our audiobook-loving podcast Patreon. Special thanks to Nixley Zenner, Carol Liebner, Brittany Robinette Leiter, Don Darch, Michelle Bastard, Brandy Schmidt, April Branson. The audiobook-loving podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shout-outs, special exclusive content, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobookloving. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening. <laughs>